Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bullet Boys podcast. It's your co-host JP. It's your co-host Ryan and co-host Tristan. And uh, and today we've got a very special guest, uh, one of the Bullet Boys, who's going to be making a, his first premiere on the podcast. Uh, Tyler, go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm glad I could finally uh, make it to one of these. Awesome. So today's uh, today's topic is going to be conspiracy theories. That's part of the reason why we've got Tyler on the podcast. He was our residential uh expert back in back in college or you know not really whatever um we're very happy to have him here but we've all kind of got like our own little uh topics of conspiracy theories today that we're going to be talking about um and they're all they're all lighthearted. they're all just kind of for fun um but we've all got our own little opinions on them and everything like that so who wants to get started oh yeah i'll start us out some the conspiracy conspiracy theory i, I picked Kind of the first one that I I like ever remember like growing up like knowing about and like uh, ju- just hearing a lot about was the Area 51 conspiracy theory. Like the, I believe the basis of the theory is that uh, a, pl- a UFO crashed in New in uh, New Mexico was it Roswell, New Mexico, and aliens came to Earth and like that's that always piqued my interest because like growing up like you know you've seen so many sci-fi movies about aliens and it's like oh shit this is real like did they come to Earth. And there's been so much cover cover up from the government, from like the local towns and everything. It just really piques my interest because like what went on there? Why is the government covering up so much? And I think that's why like that's why like I feel like out of all all the conspiracy theories like we're talking about today, like this is like one of the longest ones in my opinion because it's just it happened back in 1953 and the government so, like is still covering it up. Is that like the origin story of it? Is that a, a ship? landed there and they just built a base around it because i always thought that area 51 was just like we do top secret research here right. like it, did something it, actually happened here or is just like this is middle of fucking nowhere nevada this is what we want well so like area 51 is a military base i believe right. it's an air force base and like where they're testing top secret stuff roswell new mexico i think is like a surrounding town and that something well the theory goes that something crashed there some like something went there on a died unidentified flying object like crashed there that's a theory and they brought it back to the base there and they reverse engineered it and that's where we get our uh where we get our modern airship like the blackhawks i think there's a lot of people saying it's based off the design of what crashed down there like stealth technology and stuff like that do you think spacex has access to that kind of stuff if it's tied into nasa or you think that nasa is kind of hiding shit from i think because i mean they're pretty intertwined now like i think nasa and spacex kind of like you know their partners in some respect. I think NASA's like they've lost a lot of funding recently. And SpaceX is just one giant entrepreneurship. So I feel like maybe they're like, "Hey, we're going to use your launch pads. We're going to use your shit." I wonder what NASA's hiding from SpaceX because you know that Elon would be like about it. Like he'd find oh, like, all the secrets mm-hmm. and he'd be like, I-, "I don't know if he'd care. He'd just release any information he had. He didn't care if they come after him. You no, know, he's I too big." Like, to- I feel like Elon would be the one to like would be able to like say, just saying if there is like. Uh, a foreign object i feel like elon would be like the one person smart enough to like figure out like what's going on here like how to right. reverse engineer it and i so feel like he w- i was just gonna say i feel like he'd want to share it too even though he wasn't supposed to oh yeah he'd make a twitter shit post in an instant as soon as he found that right. out <laughs> no way he wouldn't so it makes you wonder like you know what are they really hiding there and and also you know with the big let's expose area 51 i mean when was that that last year, that was September, like September, September, September. Raid Area Fifty One. Yeah, yeah. Simpler times, but I. Do you think they <laughs> dodged a bullet, or do you think they were ready to shoot people? I don't know how big that turnout was. I don't. I don't know the stats. I don't think it was that big. 
well, one article I read said uh, up to three thousand people showed up. I like I saw a bunch of pictures of that day, like on Reddit, obviously, and like right. I saw maybe twenty. <laughs> but you know, it looks smaller than your local local neighborhood protests. You know, yeah. it looks smaller than that. So I don't think that the government was concerned. But if people did show up on a mass scale and broke in, like what would we find? Like for I, real. I think like you just they, find find like a bunch of military technology. I think that's what the issue is now that like it's still an active base. It's not like something happened there like what was it like 60 70 years ago at this point. I don't and, think like, nothing's going on. It's like it's still an active base. So, like what do you do? It's like oh yeah, you can come on, but like don't go to 90% of it. Like oh, here's where something landed. It was nothing. You know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. it's just so hard. Like how do you like declassify like 10% of what's going on there? Oh, cuz for I, I don't think they have anything now i feel like if i was in charge of that i'd be like okay well area 51's basically been compromised in terms of like confidentiality so i would just be like all right area 52 where is it fucking deep basement of the white house i don't know i don't care but like it's not there anymore you know something spooky i heard around this theory is that like there was two people guarding so again if you believe that something's uh crash an an alien crash i read this uh article that like was uh quoting from a book that the two people that were guarding the alien that crashed there they both committed suicide like suspect like uh like you know under like weird uh circumstances like uh shortly after they like quote unquote got fired or left their job like both of them were killed the guard and the alien, or two no, guards? Two guards. Like, so oh, again, okay. so two aliens landed on Earth and they had an ultimatum. <laughs> the alien was like, <laughs> this place, I can't go on living. No, like, the yeah, they kill each other. Oh, this article crazy. said, like, the, these two guards were like, had the, like, they were like, the scientists and the alien, like, were in a tent. The scientists were like, we're doing whatever, Ooh. like, with the deceased alien. And there was two guards outside, and those two guards, like, had, like, suspended, like, uh, committed suicide like shortly after like on their own oh, yeah because what do you think they of- knew you know because at this point it, because of the military so intertwined with whatever inner workings of the government they have to be there to you know just protect and, and serve and yet they're probably hearing so much confidential information that they're like you would be scared i would be scared i'd be like i'm not getting out of this i'm not going to come back from this tour like they're going to mm-hmm. say i died in some kind of freak accident because i know too much imagine your life you're just guarding a military base like you're just on a military base something crashes and your whole life changes like i like i just picture this scene like this like the movie scene like people in black suits and like white uh science like white scientists outfit just roll up in like uh black suburbans yeah the less you know the better when you're in the military i feel like would you you want to know if there's aliens like i would want to know but i wouldn't want the consequences of knowing you know what i mean i do think that there's there's a secret body out there that controls the information that they want people to know and not know i think if you were instantly a part of that club that they were like a loose end right here this guy kill him you know maybe they'd buy you off maybe they'd relocate you or something but i think that come on now like kill that dude it would be most common sense for a secret crazy yeah the the area 51 thing though i feel like even if they i don't think they would be able to get in but even if they did i feel like they're keeping area 51 as like not like a meme, but like as like as a front. Yeah, as a front, as a decoy for something else. Yeah, probably. Sure, it's crazy. I believe that. Makes the most sense. I just read it's two point nine million acres area fifty one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It could be. Like, if you rate it, like if, I feel like um, area fifty one is probably like an iceberg. You know, we can only see the tip, mm-hmm. right? Like we would oh, never yeah. get into the the deep canals of area fifty one. That would be some like Stranger Things shit. There's probably so many underground hunt tunnels and stuff though. Yeah, oh we God, would never bro. be able to map all of it out. I mean, That's hell, ridiculous. like think about about the old, the 1800s, all the secret tunnels that they put in the White House. That was in the 1800s, right? Like that was so long ago, and they were able to do so much like 
renovations for secrecy. Imagine what they could do now. I mean, I it would like, be impossible. Is it possible for, I don't know who was going to have the technology, but to like do like a pulse on the ground so you could see everything mapped out underground? I think that's how they track like uh, caves and tunnels. Could they do that with Area Fifty One? Like, yeah, if you yeah. got on, if you had permission to get on site. Yeah, I feel like that technology would only work if you were like really. I don't know how that would work. It. Yeah, you'd yeah. have you. There's probably nothing close to the borders on the outside edges that you're even close to coming. Like, there's probably nothing you could scan. That's why it's yeah. so big. Like, all the mm-hmm. real stuff is in the center. Yeah, Dude, they're they're really keeping on their apps. I just read, so it was. Uh, the the facility like was was built in like the 50s and they only rec- it only got recognized in 2013 that like it was officially like recognized by the government that this is an official government facility. Yeah. Wow. Well, they had some whatever those reports that came out that was like, uh, was it Trump who who had ousted that Obama. or some someone was Obama did that? Yeah. That he, he was trying to just like expose all these old documents of very it was I don't know if it was Area 51 related or if it was just like extraterrestrial related, but it was some kind of like. And there was so much of that was redacted, too. Okay, so this article says, four months after the CIA uh, disclosed the documents from uh, Area 51, President Obama became the first U.S. president to uh, mention the Area 51 publicly. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I feel like even if we knew there were aliens, because wasn't there a thing recently where people figured, like, oh, you know, aliens might be real? They didn't really care. They thought it was a meme. Right, in the midst of of all the other stuff that was happening in 2020. That goes into another conspiracy theory, that why they released the information the aliens are out during the pandemic. They knew people weren't going to pay attention, but that's a rabbit hole for another day. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. All right, uh, I'll move on to mine. I'll talk about my... It's it's kind of conspiracy, kind of not. It's kind of more of a a rabbit hole. But I thought about it yesterday because... um, you know, I'm I'm over here petting uh, a dog that I'm dog sitting right now, and I was making. I mean, I must have said it a hundred times yesterday, like dog hair, all this dog hair. Look at all this dog hair. And <laughs> last night I put on a YouTube video, <laughs> and the ad I got was like, it was a Swiffer ad, but they only said dog hair. They're like, it's perfect for cleaning up dog hair. Like they were going hard on dog hair, and I was like, I didn't type it, I didn't say it to anyone, but whoever I was talking to on discord or anything and so i it made me think just like how much are they listening to all the time yeah they say they're always listening or like oh they're not listening but they just know you too well and you're just getting fooled because the algorithms are too good it's like no they there are some things that i i i say out loud once and Mm -hmm. i will get an ad for and it's Mm -hmm. horrifying targeted advertising is scary yeah it's so scary because it's not like that's not the extent of it. That doesn't it doesn't stop at advertisements. Like they they have a whole catalog on everybody and what they're listening to. I mean, the of course it's for advertisement at the end of the day. They want to be able to sell you the the most tailored product possible mm-hmm. or what you're looking for. But I mean, you have to go into every single application to turn off Microsoft microphone access, and even and, and almost all of them require it. You know, almost every form of social media platforms they require you to have your microphone access, camera access, and once you give them that, it's over. Because how many different companies are in their pockets? You know, biting for ad revenue. You know, it's it's insane. Right. Right, and, and you you also forget like after that initial setup, like oh, like like Chrome wants to access your microphone, or this page wants to know your location, or anything. Right, right. Like, like like you you give it the okay once because you don't want to see that pop up again, and then what you you're gonna think about it in the future that oh maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm gonna like three months later, like oh I'm gonna I I needed the the microphone for like you know this one thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna disable it now. No one does that. No one remembers to. 
I mean, it's like the old meme uh, that, like, back in the 50s and 60s, people were, were uh, <laughs> they were paranoid about the government tapping their, their cell phones and, and or, mm-hmm. you know, line, line phones. And, and now we're just installing, you know, Google Home into our house that is literally just a microphone. It's, that's yeah. all it is. You're literally doing it for the purpose of always listening to you. And it's kind of like with passwords. It's convenience over security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I have Siri on because, like, if I'm if I'm playing video games and I don't feel like if my phone's over across my bed, I say, you know, hey Siri, text this person, and I don't have to get up to do it. I'll be still playing my games. So, yeah. what extent do you think that agencies like the NSA utilize that? We because we know as a, you know as the three of the four majority here being cybersecurity students as a background, you know, we know that. The government agencies won't stop at anything. If there's an access to do so, they'll do it, and someone's mm-hmm. doing it right now. Um, but I made a comment the other day to uh, my roommate, you know, joking about how people online were talking about storming the White House, you know, let's go kill the president. And that's a trigger word right there, what I just said, right? Yeah. So it's like, you imagine how many times, like, they get those snippets and they, they now listen they for have that. To They're like, they have to investigate, yeah. they have to find out what's going on. So, like, you just saying joke, you know, basically freedom of speech, you know, even though that is treason. The freedom of speech is not a real threat. You're just making a comment, and they can just, boop, like that was a trigger word. They're listening now, like you know, and they're gonna find whatever they find. Do you think that it really is worth it? Do you think that we should accept something like that? I don't know. There's, there's it, what you're just talking about brought up a YouTube video that I had watched um, a while, while back. Um, but there was somebody, and I will, I will never ever own a smart speaker you know an, uh, an amazon alexa or anything like that not, not gonna ever purchase but what's one the of difference those, between but... that and your phone well no no no, no. but I'll, I'll get into it joe don't okay, worry okay. so the thing with with those with um I, I, are you guys familiar with like um oh my god what is what is the guy's name anton something or other the, the laws of robotics um like the, the three rules yeah, yeah. so the, there's the fundamental three rules and then there's like an expanded thing on top of that so like rule one is um like a, a, a robot could never harm a human uh rule two is the robot must always look out for its own um self-preservation or something like that and then rule three is um if a human is in danger the the robot must like save the human or something like that i mean obviously that's well, it has to obey the first two orders, but it cannot intervene with the fact that... Well, so it can't hurt a human. Um, it will try to self-preserve, but it can't do that if it is jeopardizing the life of a human. Right. And it must follow the orders of a human, except for when it would either hurt a human or destroy the preservation right. of the robot so you, itself. Right, so you get the premise. I, I, I think that's the right order. It might be flip-flopped a little bit, but there's like an expanded version upon that where it's like, a robot can't lie to a human or something like that. And someone actually pulled out their Amazon Alexa and they were talking to it and they were like, you know, Alexa, what, what is um, my name? Like who created you? And of course it's like, it's like, you've told me to call you blah, blah, blah. I forget what the guy's name, Carl. You know, I forget what the guy's name was. But you told me to call you Carl. It's like, okay, who made you? It's like, I was made by Amazon and blah, 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 blah. And he's going through and asking all these questions. And he's like, he's like, um, uh, Alexa, are you, are you, able to lie and uh amazon alexa uh like talked back and was like i am not i am not programmed to have the capacity to lie i'm only supposed to give you proper information or like i can only give you uh correct information to the best of my ability right because it can it it could and it could accidentally give you the wrong information if you ask it like a weird question and it can't find anything on it like if it's got to search something 
and it can't give you like the right price for something you're trying to buy or like it just doesn't have the right information like it could give you misinformation but it's not doing it intentionally um so the guy asked can you lie and alexa's response was no and then he uh it was like alexa can you hear me and alexa was like yeah i can hear you just fine Your, my microphone is working and then he goes alexa do you work for the cia and of course every time you say alexa it it flashes blue and that's how it's indicating that it's listening for something so it flashes blue alexa are you working for the cia light goes off alexa can you hear me properly oh yeah i can hear you just fine and so it's not lying it's but just it avoiding can't tell the truth well right it can't so actually tell you so it it, it if it you know that's the thing that makes you think a little bit. It's like, oh, I'm just asking you outright. Are you uh, are you working for a, an intelligence agency? Like, as, does an intelligence agency have access to the information that I'm giving you? And right. uh, I, I'm not answering you, so technically I'm not lying. So I'm just gonna turn off and pretend that I didn't. I didn't. Well, have you, have you guys seen Interstellar? Yes. Because in Interstellar, Cooper says to Tars, he says, "What's your honesty parameter?" And Tars says, "90 percent." And then mm -hmm. Cooper's like, "90 well, percent." And then Tars is like, "Honesty isn't the most." diplomatic nor the safest form of communication with emotional beings so i thought that was an interesting statement when you read that because it's like yeah you have to design ai to be human in a way and that does involve lying well not lying but not telling the whole truth right because we don't always tell the whole truth to anybody and it's usually for the benefit of both parties because the whole truth sometimes is either too drawn out or hurts or just not information that is uh relevant to an emotional being that tars said so i thought that was uh an interesting point to bring up that Alexa will, you know, obviously that's a little different in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, TARS is probably, you know, lying for the sake of the fact that in an interstellar they're going on some life risking, you know, insane sci fi adventure. So the truth and lying there is all about surviving. But in reality, when you're asking Alexa, do you work for the NSA? That's obviously just, you know, overriding parameters that are like, I'm not going to expose any kind of law enforcement that may or may not be, you know, <laughs> You know, right, using sure. this device for for any kind of investigation purposes. So that that is an interesting uh, thing to bring up. Yeah, it's crazy how much freedoms like we'll give up for in the name of convenience. Mm -hmm. Like how we're just openly like letting them spy on us. Like in re in reality, like yeah, I can understand. Like you know, you can justify. You could say, oh yeah, we're catching. We're you know, we're trying to get bad guys. Like we're trying to get people that are doing illegal stuff. Like at the end of the day, they're just straight up spying on you. Right, yeah. we'll allow it's, you, it's, we'll it's, allow it's you to comb through us all to try yeah. to find that information, even though the rest of us aren't of that. Yeah. I mean, like, I know you want to give people, like, the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, okay, like, they're working for the government, like, you know, they're they're the good guys, like, they were weeded out, they were trained to be good, but, like, what's stopping anyone from just straight up, like, spying on us? Like, what's, what's stopping a person, like, just, oh, that girl looks uh, hot, let me spy on everything, let me know everything about her. Like, what's stopping him from doing that, realistically? Right. Well, we never know because there's so there's so little yeah. yeah there's so little checks and balances in that too because they they're given full reign they're like give me find terroristic threats find threats to the government right and so there no there's no checks in place to be like don't look at people's emails don't look at this don't look at that they run across personal information all the time they're scrubbing it for that information so it's almost their it is their job to look at your your shit and you know I I can only imagine ninety nine percent of that stuff is just bullshit that mm -hmm. they're looking through and it's all people's personal thoughts and information but none of it's important to them so they'll graze over it but yeah no that stuff is out there for them to look at all the time dude i just kind of thought of like a conspiracy theory that kind of like a little one that kind of like hops off this topic it's like how different would the world be if 9-11 didn't happen because i feel like a lot of these policies came in place after 9-11 like where they just yeah, they had the, the right to, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i did that whole, i did the whole presentation freshman year the patriot act 
uh, was basically <laughs> it was just the government's uh, excuse, right? Basically, it'd be like, hey, like we finally have the ability to monitor everything, so uh, let's find Why one big excuse. Yeah, one, let, let, let's find one big because everyone was scared of their out of their ass back. Then. Like nowadays, right? I feel like if you ask anybody on the street, like, what's your fear of getting blown up by ISIS? And they'd be like, the same fear that I have of dying of COVID or having some crazy, like, you know, government breakdown right now. Like, it would be the same to them because they don't really, you know, it, it affects you. But at the same time, it's like we had so, such. Uh, it's not in the forefront of your mind anymore. Right, right. Yeah, terroristic threats are no longer in the. We, I mean, nearly 2000s was. That was all it was. Like, I'm afraid to go outside and get blown up by Al Qaeda. And, mm-hmm. and that was the, the, the threat back then. So they would say, like, hey, uh, under the guise of, of preserving public safety and the structure of our government, we're going to spy on all your shit. And everybody was like, go ahead. Go go get those terrorists, buddy. And and they don't realize that, you know, checks and balances, once they're thrown out the window, they're so hard, so hard to put back in place. Yeah, that's people, the thing that scares me. Put the damper back on them, yeah. You can't. You can't. You'd have to have such a over, so so much overhead would have to be put in place to, to regulate those bodies. And even then, you know, you don't know what you're getting into because you're, you're dealing with some of the most uh, technologically advanced agencies in our government that can easily wipe all history of what they're doing. The NSA could probably has a million kill switches if they ever were just brought down by some kind of bigger governing body that was like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, the big, we... The big, what did you say? No, you, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, just a quick thing, like, what are you willing to give up for security? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, like, like, oh, oh what do you got to hide? That was my favorite argument. Mm-hmm. We're reading that, right? Is like, what do you have? Because I think I tried arguing the opposite. I tried arguing that the Patriot Act was good, and that it was like, oh, you know, if you, what do you have to hide? If you really do feel like public safety is the number one priority, what do you have to hide? But you know, in the world of cyber, there it doesn't it doesn't matter just because you you have a uh, private information that you want to keep safe you know you, you have a right anymore to say i want to keep this private you and now are obligated to share all this information all the time if you want access to the internet it, it's a give and take there too so people do need to realize how much power they do have because there's so many different um, user agreements that people just brush through every day and they just say accept to and they don't read the fine print that stuff does sign away your life in some ways or not and depending on how they shift their information, whether it's like AI or anything, you gotta think people have to check, like second check what's going on. So, you know, we're all human. If we see something that's like should be concerning, we're like, okay, let's look into it. But if you're working from, you know, eight hours a day, you're like, okay, whatever this is, let me just get past this. You know what I mean? So it's right. not like looking too much into things unless it's really a high security risk. Yeah. So if it was, you know, if it was I was working there, I'm like, okay, you know, like he said this, nothing to do with anything. Let me just go past it. Yeah. I think also the problem is it just becomes normalized. Like all of us, like, I feel like just accept the fact, like, yeah, governments will, will listen because, to our conversations. They're looking over us. Like, I'm sure all of us have stories of like, oh, like what Tyler said, like, I was just talking about mm-hmm. something and the next day I got an ad for it. Or like the thing that always gets me is like, I'll talk to my friend about like a mutual friend. Just, you know, like they'll come up in conversation maybe once or twice and then I'll like, I'll hop on a on a social media thing and like like this happened like <clears throat> i hopped on facebook and i got a friend like i got him as a suggested friend didn't yeah. like just was t- talking about him in conversation like granted someone i haven't seen in like 10 years like right. it, it's just weird the question yeah. is what there's nothing we can really do about it no there's nothing you could do i mean once you sign up again like once you sign up for these things you are signing up for that you're signing up to give away your information i mean that's how 
I these accept, platforms do I it. Accept, yeah, I accept, I accept, down. like, close. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when you close a privacy statement, like, like, people go to the websites and they're like, you're sharing your privacy, accept, and there's no exit button. You want to know why there's no exit button? Because the minute you log on to that website, you are signing the user agreement. Mm -hmm. they, they, they don't they want to give you the idea that you're you're like control that like oh don't sell my data but you just by using a service are accepting user policies now and that's that's in the fine print too it's like just by using this website you are now accepting the fact that we can place cookies on you uh god knows what those cookies are going to do and listen mm -hmm. to and what kind of you know control they have yeah and, mm -hmm. that, and that's kind of how it goes and you know you got to be aware of it well we're like in a time of like everything we want fast so if you got a website and it says a huge long list, if, even if it says like I'm selling all your information, no one's gonna read it. No. It's gonna look like Seth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a, a market for future for future technology that does scan that for you and see what I mean they probably already have it. I guarantee it. That there's you know, technology out there, software out there that'll do that for you and will see what permissions you're giving out and kind of make it a little bit more uh, accessible. But I think that's the thing too, is we, we do a poor job of especially because I'm working in the privacy field now, we, we kind of just look at the government regulations on what a privacy statement must have. You include it, the company has it, and they just throw it at the, the user, and the user will like, oh, just swipe away. But we need to do mm -hmm. a better job of um, communicating to users what they're giving up, like what privacy they actually are. Because I think Apple's done a good job of that, too. In recent applications that I've downloaded, they'll tell you like explicitly what permissions you're giving um, mm -hmm. in, in a much more... Uh, Easy to read. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about like my grandmother. I'm talking about like people who don't understand the concept of privacy and and user data and what's being sold and what isn't. What they have that's being uh, exposed that they had no idea that they're even putting out there. So that's what I think uh, big tech companies need to do better is for the common person, for someone who's technologically illiterate, to make sure that they can understand what they're giving up. This is probably a good segue into uh, into Joe's conspiracy theory or at least yeah. the of them too if we're if we're getting this far into it joe you want to share yours yes i will so what i what i like to look at in videos of are deep fakes and if you don't know what deep fakes are it's basically it's a technology that enables someone with a i'll just read a definition a computer or an internet connection to create realistic looking photos or videos of people saying or doing things that they didn't actually do so basically there was a video created uh by jordan peele that he was saying something in like a very realistic Obama's voice, and but he dubbed uh, with a deep fake Obama's face saying what he's actually saying. So he said, um, basically, the deep fake made it seem that Obama was saying something when it really wasn't actually him, but it was Obama saying it. So that can cause a lot of controversy, and maybe like in elections or, you know, primaries. It makes you wonder, like, because like, yeah, that technology is out there, right? Who's what are they doing with it? Like who? who wants to control information, the flow of information and misinformation. When I think deep fakes though, what I what I think of are those stupid articles that show up like every like oh three, four months. It's like this crazy thing washed up on the beach. And it's like this it's like a picture of a squid that's been blown up like three hundred times the size yeah, it's supposed yeah, yeah. to be. And they put all these like fake people around it like, oh, all these people found it at once and we don't know what this creature is. That's what I think of when I think deep fakes. And what's also crazy yeah. is clickbait. Let's say actors can just sell their face. You know, they can just put their face on a person's body and not even act in the movie at all. Yeah. You know I, I mean, because uh, the only time, my first time learning about deep fakes was when it was becoming a big issue in the porn industry, of course, where, mm -hmm. you know, people were, uh, without their permission, having their face put onto other, you know, porn stars, obviously, and it looks like they're having sex. 
And yeah. I would never want that if I was, you know, you know, right now, I guess I wouldn't want that. I'd, I'd rather be in a porno than have my face stolen for it, you know? <laughs> so I, it makes you wonder. Take that as a note from this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down to fuck. Let that know. No, I'm, I'm for, uh, and, and that was the first time I learned about it. And I was like, wow, I mean, how, how deep can this go? Because that was just like the preliminary stages of that software. I mean, these are people that are just, you know, in their basement making porn with deep fakes and they look pretty good mm-hmm. like so imagine what people are doing uh like you said like in the media like what they could possibly do I, now and i and i thought that i don't think that that's worth it for big media uh because i think that getting exposed on a big lie like that would ruin any kind of public image or trust that they had left but for smaller smaller news uh news businesses or just even spreading any kind of misinformation want things will blow up in an hour on reddit Twitter, wherever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, viral. that that's something that you gotta be uh, ready for because I think that there are, and we've you, you know I, the past four years have shown that there is a large portion of America that will. Be and you can also deepfake voices, like yeah. um, there was a Joe Rogan podcast where you can. It was an AI that took all of his podcasts that he ever did and created a whole random dialogue that. He never even said it was just him AI creating his own content, which is crazy. And it sounded pretty real. It sounded I would have I think out of context I, I would have believed it. I, I would have been confused. Yeah, if you look it up, just look at a Joe Rogan AI podcast if you want to look that up because it's very interesting. We only I, I only listened to a snippet of it, but there's some there's some talk about chimpanzees going ice hockey playing and ripping people's balls off and things like that. It's pretty. Have you guys listened to his podcast before? All the time, yeah, I like. Okay, so that's not too far off from what he honestly talks yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. the way he said it too, it, it was it was a tan, it was a very Joe Rogan tangent. I feel like he would say, but it did feel a little propaganda e too. But you mm-hmm. could tell it was a little off because most of his most of his conversations are, are uh, I don't know, they they feel fluid and that that felt more like a statement. So I don't know yeah. if I I feel like I'd question it more, but yes, I think you know the technology is there. It's it's very much there, and I think. Uh, Seeing is no longer believing. Hearing is no longer believing. You know what is believing? What is a, a credible source? Yeah, I, if you have not written a uh, a peer-reviewed, cited article and you have not posted it in the comments, I'm not gonna look at it. And that's yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Takes, everything at face value. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's an interesting topic. Interesting uh, thought, and I think it's gonna come up in a in a bigger light soon. Yeah, and you don't even need, like, a deep fake voice for a deep fake video. You can have an impersonator that sounds identical to that person and just create a, a face that does it for him. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see how it changes, like, with how, like, how, like, how it evolves with the technology. Because, I mean, it's just going to get, the technology is just going to get better. The fakes are just going to look more realistic. I mean, they damn near are perfect now already. Like, just imagine. The yeah, thing or that, like, what? The thing that I always like get like like something that really stuck with me. I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like he like he one time like he was just talking. He's like, yeah, I saw something on Twitter. It was from me. Or, like someone like posted a picture of something he tw- he tweeted, and he's like, I don't even know if I tweeted that. Like th- that's just faked, and I have no way of knowing. Like, did I actually tweet that or not? Like, did I t- tweet that at one point and delete it? And like yeah. that, that's such like a scary thought. Like, is that gonna be the new reality? Like, wh- what did I actually say? Yeah, would you even keep track of what you said at that point? If I was like a content creator, I wouldn't. I wouldn't vet everything I put out. I would try to, but I wouldn't know. If I'm a person who's posting this, that, and every time, like, how would you know? 
at the end of the day, you'd be like, uh, is that something I, you know what you said and what you didn't say, but you would, if you don't mm-hmm. even have a, a strong recollection of what you posted yesterday, it's hard to make a count for, hey, I didn't post that. Like, then someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, are you sure? Like, you say a lot of random shit. Like, are you sure <laughs> that you, like, where do you prove it? Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, I didn't say, oh. And what happens when people start saying, like, that wasn't me? And when it was, that was a deep fake. Exactly. It wasn't me. So now exactly. you can just use it the other way. Like, ah, fucking fake, fake news. And that was, <laughs> so. Yeah, with, and with deep fakes now, like, there can be so many scandals. And with all this cancel culture that's going on, people can not even, not even realize they did anything and not realize it a day later that they're canceled and they're, they're done. They're, you know, losing. Uh, or, and even then, your public image is destroyed anyway. Even if you bounce back and you're like, hey, that wasn't me. Like, there's still going to be people out there that are like, hey, remember when, like, so-and-so said that? And they'd be like, Who's going to call them out and be like, nope, you're wrong. Like, they probably just think that. That just changes your public image forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Yeah, it's crazy how the world can become. But speaking about celebrities and people can get scandals, what about the lizard people? Oh, yeah, this one's, this one's mine. I, this one's got a near-dear place to my heart just because I think Ryan is secretly a lizard. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've seen that man lick his eyeball before. <laughs> Shut up. There's <laughs> <laughs> something no human's capable of doing. He blinks uh, vertically sideways real quick. <laughs> <laughs> His pupils are slits. Yeah. They're not, they're not <laughs> circles. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so uh my my conspiracy theory that i'm bringing up is uh it's it's considered the reptilian elite and uh there's this uh this british guy um i'm i'm pretty sure his last name is pronounced ike it's spelled ick but I, I you know that's that's probably old english or something i don't know the guy's name is uh oh what is it david ick um and the the idea is is that um anything that has to do with any kind of um, world order or power. So we're talking presidents of the United States. Um, so like George W. Bush um, and Bill Clinton. Um, actually, Hillary Clinton too. Apparently, um, Queen Elizabeth. Um, you know, like dating way back in history. Um, uh, groups such as uh, the Freemasons and the Illuminati, as well as um, celebrities. So just uh, popular artists. Um, both music and um, with like actual like media, um, anything like that, are all um, lizards that are uh, c- secretly controlling all kinds of things. And there's there's indicators. So obviously, like one of the big indicators is um, their their fame. Like everybody knows who they are. Like they've got all the status. They've got money. They can control things. And blah 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 blah. Um, but it's got to also do with uh, facial shape and uh, a propensity to want to consume red meat, um, which is kind of interesting, because, I mean, like, I guess, yeah, liz- lizards eat bugs, right? Do you consider that to be to be red meat? <laughs> I mean, just eat, uh, eating a raw steak, I think you're a lizard, you know? Yeah, I feel like the bigger the lizard, the bigger their meat, right? And don't take that out of context, but I mean, like, what is a, what is, what is a Komodo <laughs> dragon eat? Like, does anyone know what is a Komodo dragon eat? Because I can't eat bugs. That thing is, I can't, I can't sustain on bugs mm-hmm. alone. That thing is huge. Look it That's up. True. That's true. Uh, I, I bet they do. I, I, just, I, I don't know either, though. I mean, their diet's got to be crazy. Those things are huge. Uh, they'll eat anything. Carrion, deers, pigs, smaller dragons, water buffalo. Like, <laughs> what? Buffalo. Can Whoa. I see a video of a Komodo dragon killing a water buffalo? Because it's got to be a slow death. And here it is. There's the video. Nice. <laughs> wow. Either way, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but so, so where's only... the credibility in that argument, right? Where do you where where's the 
not hard facts, but what do, you, what do you got for evidence? Well, this apparently, so this guy wrote an entire book. Um, it's called The David Icke Guide to the Global Conspiracy. <laughs> um, but apparently, so not only do these things exist, um, or these people, whatever you want to call them, they have, like, underground tunnel systems. So I, I talked about Queen Elizabeth earlier, and, I mean, we were also uh, kind of accidentally talking about, like, the White House tunnel system and everything like that. But, like, people in power have ways to to navigate underground and and that that makes them lizard like as well but apparently they're responsible for not only uh the the holocaust as like a global event they're also responsible for the oklahoma city bombings which i oh i don't God. know if that ties into the unabomber or not um but i'm assuming that's what that is uh as well as 9-11 attacks and some of some instances of of cold war um, events between the United States and Russia, so I, I I don't know exactly what the credibility of it is, but the book is seventy dollars on Amazon oh if, if you want a paperback. Oh it's, god, it's crazy. One of the top lizard uh, people journalists. Some of the tells are green eyes, good eyesight or hearing, having red hair, a sense of not belonging. <laughs> a sense of not Straight belonging. up gingers are lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you know that. Fucking is, gingers. They also have no soul. Since Jesus. of not belonging to the human race. Unexplained stars in the body, right? Love of space and low blood pressure. Okay, so the important thing that I just got... Ryan, what color are your eyes, buddy? Wow. Don't know my eye colors. What is friendship? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty honest. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you don't have red hair, but... Oh, bring it back. Bring it back, though. I feel so. Hold on. It's interesting that you said that uh, one of the supposed lizard people would be the Unabomber because I feel like his um, wasn't his motives for doing that kind of uh, what you'd consider anti establishment. And I feel like that's what the lizard people would be trying to accomplish, right? Is just unify the lizard people. And if, you, if they were responsible for the Holocaust, kill off the humans, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to just kill off the opposing race? Right. Well, so it doesn't specific the, this thing that I was looking at doesn't specifically say the Unabomber. I th I thought that that tied into the Oklahoma into City bombings. Yeah. So I I I don't know if like uh, the Unabomber himself, his name was Michael something Vegas or Michael something with a V. Um, uh, it doesn't say specifically that uh, this guy uh, Ike thinks that. Uh, he was uh, a potential lizard, but he thinks that the lizard reptilian elite may have orchestrated the events and then, like, maybe possibly coerced him into doing it or, like, tried to, like, set the events in motion that would cause him to do it. You know, whether or not he was um, enticed or coerced into doing it or not, that, you know, maybe they tricked him into thinking he was going to do it of his own free will just by orchestrating all these events around it and whatnot. There's on Ike's, uh, there's been a brief survey on Ike's forums to point out physical features like having a smile with a bottom teeth show, eyes that change size, or eyes with abnormally sized pupils are potential lizards. Yeah, the list sure. that I'm looking at says uh, Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, both Bill and Hillary Clinton. Damn, I, oh. <laughs> I'm um, glad they found each other. <laughs> we found love in a lizard. Well, does that mean that uh, Monica is, like a is a lizard too? What's that? Does that mean Monica Lewitsky is a lizard as well? Or does that mean Bill had sex with a human and Hillary was all mad that she got some smooth skin dick? <laughs> I have no oh idea. Oh my god. You'll have to ask him. Uh, Bob Hope. 
um, is also apparently a lizard as well. So I'm gonna see if I can find a larger list just to see if there's there's like. Uh, Are we just calling out whoever we want? <laughs> I don't know where the evidence is coming from because apparently they're describing things about either everybody or nobody, and then we're just throwing celebrities into them. We got a McCarthy witch hunt going on, good and proper. <laughs> According to public policy polling survey, around 12 million people believe that uh, they're listed people in the U.S. How many people believe that? 12 million. 12 million. What's the percentage of that? Of people in the I U.S., think, I, that's probably less that, than like that five. 7%? That might be around seven percent, maybe. Uh, probably less. I feel like around, that's probably around two percent. <laughs> I don't know. United States, actually, that's the proper way to do this. United States population. <laughs> okay, so we got approximately three hundred eighty-two million in the United <laughs> States. So what do we do? Cross multiplication there. Three hundred eighty-two divided by twelve. Would be would be what? It would be approximately three point one percent. Okay. Well, that's still a lot. <laughs> More than zero. I mean, yeah, the, you gotta look at the statistics. That's not much, but that's still twelve million people. That's gotta be like close to the amount of people that legitimately think the Earth is flat. Well, if you think about that, that's more than New York City, isn't that? Because eight million New York City, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We can fill a city full of those people. Yeah. And we I don't know, those people, but however, if you believe that, then are you trying to confirm that you're just not a lizard? Uh, Maybe. Yeah, how do you know that you're... Well, I mean, how do you know that you're not a lizard? Oh, and David, I know I'm I, not a lizard. I hope. <laughs> the, guy, the guy we're talking about has long maintained that Queen of England is drinking blood and shape-shifting. <laughs> well, she has lived a long ass time. I feel like she's overdue. No, one, no one's talking about Betty White. Like Betty White, Betty White's, she a her alone. Betty White's a legend. But... <laughs> no, she counts. She's a celebrity. She could be a lizard person. Dude, she's I don't know what her motives are. Right, I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. I love Betty. White. Listen, there's probably Betty different alone. sects of the lizard people, right? Different cults, different variants. So maybe she's not on like the global agenda. Maybe she's just chilling out and having fun. She's like, I want to be a famous lizard person, and then she went into she's a television. She's a reformed lizard person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Reformed lizard. Person. And she's like, I don't want to rule the world. I just want to make TV shows, or I just want to be in TV shows. She scaled the ranks and became a lovable person. She's like, I'm happy. I'm good here. <laughs> I've accepted the humans and I can live peacefully <laughs> among them. <laughs> just when you were reading off everything, it just made me think of Illuminati. What happened to them? I thought they were the ones running the show. Right. So, I mean, what if they're fighting? We just discovered the war, the secret well, war. This, oh my this God. guy thinks that they're they're one and the same. He thinks the Illuminati are the lizard people. So I don't know if lizard people like outrank Illuminati and then like Illuminati is like a group within the lizard people or what? Oh, what do you gotta look or at? it's a prerequisite. Or the yeah, what, what the prerequisite is to get an Illuminati? All I know is Tiny from what West. we've discussed today, we have now determined that um, we have lizard people that may have arrived from Area 51 are using deep fakes to hide themselves as human, <laughs> listening to us with our technology. And what was the last one that we had? Just lizard people generally. So yeah, yeah. We, we've basically just exposed that lizard people are now uh, using our technology to hide amongst us, listen to us, and run us from the inside. And one of them has infiltrated the podcast. 
Oh shit! We can't uh, we can't say anything too out of context. He's gonna come snap our necks. <laughs> you just you, you just see Ryan teleport next to us. You're like, <laughs> 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 and then as, as as like one by one, me, you, and Tyler just disconnect from Discord. <laughs> oh my god! Ryan's like, I'm gonna drink your blood. <laughs> my red meat does not taste that good i promise <laughs> oh my god ryan you don't have much of a defense for yourself though buddy Bro, how do you fucking defend this let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, call everyone true. else let's call everyone else a lizard person that'll be that'll be just equal <laughs> what do you want me to say to defend myself <laughs> i don't i don't meet the criteria i don't know what to tell you i have a soul I like my meat cooked well done. All right, well, thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. Yeah, Yeah. definitely a pleasure. I like doing it. That was fun. Thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us on the podcast, Tyler. Of course. And if we go missing, it's because we expose government secrets, and we're sorry. <laughs> no, no, or, or no, Ryan this is killed us all. He killed us, and Ryan's just going to go hide. He's never going to come back. <laughs> in the, he's going to scurry to one of the underground tunnels. You'll never hear from him again. Him and Betty White will make lizard babies, and that will be the end of it. He's going to deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to deep fake all of us, pretending we're alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to use the Joe Rogan AI to make a podcast or actually hear it or not. For the next 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was definitely fun. It's your boy, JP. It's your boy, Ryan. And Tristan. And Tyler signing off.